Hey, my sacred success seeker, let's have a little check-in, shall we? Are you feeling exhausted lately? Spread too thin? Juggling too many commitments? Some that might not even be your own? Are you feeling it affecting your work? That you're not as productive as you'd like to be? You're having a harder time focusing and getting things done? Maybe you're even feeling frustrated with this lack of momentum or the speed at which you're achieving your goals. Maybe you're even beginning to doubt whether or not these goals are for you, if it's even possible. I know you don't want to feel this way and I don't want you to be feeling this way either. It sucks the enjoyment and pleasure right out of life. But you're in luck because I have just released my brand new sacred success guide, how to overcome success saboteurs. It's totally free and it's yours simply by clicking the link in the description or show notes below. By walking you through my twist on a simple five-minute subconscious redesign exercise, you are going to leave all the pressure to do more, daily stress, and anxious thoughts behind and step into liberation. You'll be slashing your success saboteurs that are creating the barrier between you and your life of freedom and sacred success. You want to be successful, and you want the clear path between you and your goals so that nothing and no one is standing in your way. And that's exactly what you're going to do. So go and slash down those saboteurs by downloading the free How to Overcome Success Saboteurs Sacred Guide below. It's this space again of like feeling unstable in a situation. A situation is turbulent and therefore instead of finding the peace in it or finding a way to be in your intuitive state with it, you look for a way to take action from that state of stress because you just want to feel better. Welcome to Essence, the show and podcast. Essence is the intrinsic nature or indispensable quality of something, especially something abstract, which determines its character. Here, we're diving deep into the essence of your energetics so that you can show up in your authentic nature where you step into your era of softness as your superpower and energetics as your key to success. Get ready for vulnerable conversations, masculine feminine energy teachings on the law of balance, flow frameworks for aligned productivity, and cyclical and seasonal living inspiration for reclaiming and activating your life of pleasure and epically aligned success. I'm your host, NLP and energetic success coach, feminine flow CEO, time freedom lifestyle curator, and fellow goal getter, Olivia Heine. It's time to make pleasure your purpose and embody your epic essence. Let's dive in. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Essence Show and Podcast. We're doing things a little bit different today. As you can see, there is no video recording for this week. I literally just got back from Sweden and just didn't feel like getting in front of the camera, to be quite honest. And my place is an absolute mess. Um, I just got new bar stools and I did the classic thing where when you walk in the door, you start doing a million things and I started unpacking them and have yet to finish them. So yeah, it's just like not the vibe today. And since we were in the business of adjusting and making things work for us so that they feel really good, that's exactly what we're doing. So in the name of that, this is really gonna be a flow episode. We're gonna go with the flow of what comes up. I have a few notes and things that I wanna touch on. Obviously, you can see from the title of this episode what we dive into, but I'm really just going to let it come up intuitively, share with you what comes through to me as I talk about this, and 
let it just happen really naturally. And I'm really excited to do that because to be quite honest, um, we got back from Sweden this morning after getting a canceled flight yesterday and really having to just adjust and go with the flow of things, surrender to the process and lean into kind of enjoying a second or an extra added day of vacation when you're not prepared for that. That can obviously bring up some things and I want to talk about that a little bit more as well. But we had to get up really early this morning to catch our flights back to Munich and so yeah, I'm just like not in the vibe for being in front of the camera. I'm going to try and just make this short and sweet and give you the nuggets of wisdom that you came here to get and send you off going back into the world, feeling really good, really aligned, really clear on your next step on how you can step more into your cyclical harmony, how you can really redesign your subconscious mind and find that sacred balance. So that success, the success that you desire, that sacred success, that success that feels really good, that success that feels really aligned mind that doesn't leave you feeling burnt out, overwhelmed, anxious, and so on, gets to just flow into your life really easily and naturally. So like I said, I just got back from Sweden. I was there celebrating midsummer, which is the celebration of the summer solstice. So I, because we talk about cyclical living here and cyclical harmony, as I call it, I have an entire video and episode on the summer solstice, how you can work with the energy of summer because that in itself is one of the cyclical codes so that you can really harness your productivity, maximize your efficiency, and create more time and energy. So I'm going to link that here for you if that is speaking to you and you want to learn how to work with the energy of this season for your sacred success. And then I'm going to dive in, or I'm going to move us over to really just this space of adjusting and give you permission, a permission slip for today, which is what is it in your life that really is asking for you to create some space around it? And maybe that means truly adjusting your path in some form or in some way. Maybe that means giving yourself more time to do something giving yourself better energy management around something, like maybe you're trying to get something done too quickly or you're committing to too much, you're overfilling your plate. And so I really wanna give you this permission slip today because I gave it to myself earlier as well to give yourself the adjustment that you desire. And for me today, like I said, that came down to not getting on camera, not feeling like I needed to put on makeup or you know, even sit in front of a camera and add the facial expressions to the way that I do these episodes. I can just kind of sit on my floor of my living room, which is exactly where I am right now, talk to you about the things that I really want to talk to you about, give you the downloads, the clarity, like I said, the nuggets of wisdom, and really release this added pressure of how you're expecting yourself to show up. So like I said, again, for me, this is it doesn't need to be a video. The nuggets of wisdom, the information, it's still here. I can sit down and talk to you. We can have this ear-to-ear -ear conversation um, and we can connect in this way. And it also looked like doing this episode on a day that I wasn't expecting to record an episode. I am really a huge fan of batching content. That's a whole part of cyclical harmony, which is understanding your cyclical nature when you're really primed for being productive for blocking time out of your calendar to do block calendar scheduling, to do blocked work, to actually batch the work that you're doing. I'm a huge fan of that when you do it in the right way. There's definitely, I'm going to be honest, toxic ways to do that, which means 
For example, doing it all the time, constantly expecting yourself to do that. And so when I talk about cyclical harmony, I know when I'm really primed to do that kind of work and to plan my schedule in that way. And so that's usually how I record all of the Essence episodes. And I had a few episodes that were planned for the next couple of weeks. And when I got home from Sweden, I just realized that there were other things that needed to be said and the timelines needed to be adjusted. So once again, this is your permission slip to really release the plan that you have in your head of how you think things are meant to unfold and come back to what feels really aligned for you and whether, asking yourself the question, whether there is place and space and time for you to readjust so that it can feel even better. Does that make sense? Does that feel good to you? Does that permission slip give you a sense of ease, a little bit of an exhale? I hope it does because it definitely felt that way for me. But please do let me know how that resonates for you. What permission did that give you to give yourself, right? Like, I'm not even here to give you permission. You are here to give it to yourself. Sometimes we just need those reminders. So that's what I gave myself today. And it honestly feels so good to be sitting here chatting with you, connecting, and just kind of giving that that space of ease, that place to see what comes up and to chat about that. So let me just take a moment to arrive here with you. I'm so grateful that you're here. Thank you for tuning in. If you're new here, make sure you hit that subscribe button or follow along on Spotify or Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, rather, wherever you're listening to these podcasts. Um, and definitely let me know in the comments or leaving a rating and review how this resonated for you because ultimately that's going to be where the shifts come in. We can listen, we can learn, we can take in information, but until we really take action on it to embody it in some way, that's when you actually create the shift in your life. Otherwise, it's just a thought or a theory in your mind, okay? And that's really fitting because I'm going to talk a little bit about the mind now because when our flight got canceled yesterday, I literally had such a clear example of an old success saboteur or like the ways in which our mind kind of likes to fight against us and become our biggest opponent. Um, and this example is what came up. So as soon as I heard that our flight got canceled, I had two thoughts. The first one was, oh my God, so fun. We get like an extra spontaneous day of vacation. Pretty cool, right? And the second thought was, holy shit, I have so much work to do. This means that I don't know when I'm going to get home. I don't know if I'm going to have to take another day off work. Am I going to start falling behind, et cetera, et cetera. Like cue the overwhelm snowball spiral, right? And so... This really reminded me, and I've been talking about this a lot lately, how important it is to be on the same team as your mind. And I've talked about this a lot because of the sacred guide that I released a couple weeks ago on how to overcome your success saboteurs. Because ultimately, the way that our mind is naturally set up to work, so basically it's like a switchboard and it's just wired in a certain way. And your parents give you this wiring, the environment that you grow up in gives you this wiring, the messages that you hear from the media growing up give you this wiring, and it basically creates like how your mind sees and perceives reality. And so when you just have this wiring, the mind tends to be in survival mode. And you're not necessarily on the same team as your mind because your mind is like, we just need to be safe. We need to be safe. We need to be safe. And you're like, I want to feel good. I want to thrive in my life. I want to be successful. And those are two very opposing views, right? 
And so when this happened with our flight getting canceled and I had that, what it was, was an ego response. Like the intuitive response was, Ooh, this could feel really fun and exciting to have an extra day of vacation to really rest and nurture myself. And then the ego response was, Ooh, you need to be doing work. Ooh, what if you fall behind? Ooh, what if we start to get stressed out? Ooh, we're already stressed out right now in this moment. Does that sound familiar to you? So ultimately, that's a really great example of that old wiring coming back up and creating a stress situation because my mind wanted me to be in survival mode right away. And this is totally natural, right? Because our minds are here to protect us. It is the part of our brain or the part of our body rather, that is the brain, that is here to look out for danger and that is here to warn us if there is danger so that we can continue to live to see another day. But in this day and age, when it's, you know, stress that comes down to whether or not I'm going to answer emails today or tomorrow, when I already have my out of office email going out, for example, that's not really helpful stress. That's not really helpful survival responses. And when we feel that way, we are bringing ourselves back into the survival mode and we can't thrive when we're trying to survive. Okay. Let me say that again. We cannot thrive when we are trying to survive. The thing is, and I want you to recognize this or just reflect on this for yourself, what tends to happen when things don't go your way is you do shift into survival mode. When there are turbulences in the world around you, when you're feeling unsafe in a situation, whether that be maybe in a conversation in a relationship or you're stuck in traffic so things aren't going your way, you're starting to feel stressed about time, maybe you're taking on too much on your plate and you're starting to think, ooh, like, can I handle all of this? Do I understand all these tasks at work? I just got a new position or I have a promotion now or I'm starting a business. Like, I'm starting to question whether I can do this. These are all survival mode questions and thoughts that come up in our mind. And when we're in a survival mode like that, the way that our mind works is in survival solutions. So the solutions, the survival solutions are the solutions that you come up with when you're in a state of stress. And what this did for me yesterday when I got this news about our flight being canceled, and yes, I had the intuitive response, which was like, oh, this could feel so good. But then I let my mind momentarily take over in survival mode and get stressed. The solution I came up with was to sit down and try and work even though this was still a holiday vacation day for me. So overworking is a really good example of a solution or of a survival solution, the solution you come up with when you're in a state of stress. Another one is trying to fix things. I see this a lot in um, working with my clients one-on-one where we're in a state or they're in a state rather of, oh, okay, something went wrong. How can I fix this now? How can I make this right with the other person? How can I do more, add more to my plate to compensate for this situation or make it better, especially when it's not really your job to make it better, right? That's that's a lot of this perfectionism or this people pleasing and this need to feel like everything around you is taken care of so that you can feel a sense of peace. That's when your external world is determining your internal state of peace. Does that make sense? Another survival solution is feeling like you can do it better. So you do things that are really other people's responsibilities in your life. So maybe that's your partner and you end up cleaning the whole house, even though you really want to share it and you're feeling resentful because you just went ahead and did it. 
because you felt like you could do it better or maybe they don't do it the way that you want them to do it. Um, that's just one very simple example, but that can show up in so many other ways. It can also be you wanting it to just be done and they're going to do it, you know, on Friday and you want it to be done on in this particular second. And it's this space again of like feeling unstable in a situation. A situation is turbulent and therefore instead of finding the peace in it or finding a way to be in your intuitive state with it, you look for a way to take action from that state of stress because you just want to feel better. And that's totally normal. That's totally natural. And I mean, like, that's exactly what I did yesterday, right? That's exactly how I responded to go and open my emails and start planning my week and figuring out, like, what what work can I get done so that I don't feel stressed with this change of plans. And ultimately, I recognize that because that is exactly the work that I do. And it's actually, um, I used part of the exercise that I give you in the how to overcome your success saboteurs in that sacred guide. Um, because that is how I shifted myself back into feeling a state of calm. So moving out of the survival mode and into, okay, I'm safe coming back to a place where I'm not looking for survival solutions, but thrival solutions. And once I did that, I realized, okay, there's actually nothing that I need to do in this moment because I'm still on vacation and I've set myself up for this. And how can I lean into this day off and go back to that initial feeling of, ooh, it would feel really good for me to have another day off. Like, how fun is that? Like, spontaneous skip day, right? It's like when you're young, you're, you want to um, skip school and then maybe you have a cool parent and they're like, let's go to the mall. Let's go see a movie. And you're like, ooh, this feels fun. Like, why not? Like, let's enjoy life. How can we lean into it? How can we embrace it? And that's essentially what I want to kind of dive into here. Like, how can we embrace the turbulences of life? How can we embrace the chaos that we sometimes feel or often feel because that's what stress creates in our body and in our nervous system? It's the state of dissonance, the state of misalignment because we don't feel safe, we don't feel secure. And so, of course, we're moving through life, we're moving through work, we're moving through our relationships and any of those turbulences that come up that essentially to our mind look like problems that need to be solved, but we're coming at them from the state of survival solutions or looking at it as a survival solution as opposed to how can I be in a thrival state here? How can I really use this as a breakthrough moment or as an up level or as an opportunity to lean into play or pleasure or enjoyment or just surrendering to the process of life? Ultimately, life works in a cyclical manner. Life happens in ebbs and flows. And I mean, that's what we talk about here all the time. That's what I talk about with cyclical harmony. That's why I teach on cycle syncing and syncing with the moon and your womb and the cosmos and the seasons. And it's the same reason why balance and the way that I talk about sacred balance isn't a matter of having a perfect structure or strategy in place, but it's really this balance of being able to be in the ebbs and flows and having sustainable balance long-term means being able to adjust to things not always working out. And then being able to have the mindset behind you to see the ways in which things aren't working out for you. Let me say that again, the way things are working out for you, even when they feel like maybe they're not, because ultimately life is always working out for your highest good. It's always working out in your favor. How can we shift the perspective there? 
And that's really that power of going into subconscious redesign. Because let me tell you, and I'll be the first to freaking claim this, that is not always an easy choice. Sometimes the easier choice is to wallow. Sometimes the easier choice is to be in victimhood. Sometimes the easier choice is to be like, why is this happening to me? I'm so frustrated by this. Why can't I figure this out? Why can't I move past this? Why, is I'm, why am I not seeing these results yet? Why is this not happening for me yet? And we put ourselves in this place of no, not being at cause in our life, right? We're not taking responsibility. We're not allowing ourselves to be responsible in a sense of not like you need to go do everything right now to quote unquote fix it, but to really see yourself in a position of power, of being capable of moving through this, of being able to harness whatever wisdom is coming through for you here and using it for something greater. Does that make sense? So ultimately, like this is where not being on the same team as your mind or not doing mindset work, and it doesn't matter if you're a working professional in like a corporate ladder, high paying job, or if you are a teacher, or if you run your own business, or if you're a coach, or if you're a parent, no matter what your location is in life or what your experience is, really being able to be on a team with your mind, really being able to work with your mindset around how you want to be showing up because we all experience struggle. We all experience ups and downs in life. We all experience these ebbs and flows. None of us are exempt from that. None of us have like a special pass to the school of life, right? We're all in our own journey of this. And so the harm of not being on the same team as your mind is basically like, moving through a dark, scary forest with no nightlight, right? No flashlight. There's nothing there to illuminate your path. Everything feels like a threat. You see eyes off in the distance, you know, hiding behind some bush and you're like worried if something's going to happen to you and you don't know the way because you can't see that there's actually a path in front of you. And that's what starts to happen when you start getting on the same team as your mind. Again, though, the harm of that, let me just put it into like normal daily life terms, is that you live in a heightened sense and state of stress. You have a deregulated nervous system. And I can speak to that because I lived like that for so many years. And it's very natural, even today for me, to notice, ooh, my nervous system has become deregulated again. Like I've kind of lost sight of that. I'm going to go back and bring it back to a state of rest and digest, a state of peace, a state of groundedness, a state of calmness. Like these are all, and I'm just sharing this with you, these are all things that are very normal. Again, ebbs and flows of life. This isn't about having it all checked off and having it perfect. It's about knowing how to use the tools in your toolbox, which is what we talk about here, to really support yourself for your most sustainable and expansive success. And so the stressy energy, again, puts you back in survival solutions. It puts you back in overworking, feeling drained, adrenal fatigue potentially, um, feeling dis-ease in your body, like literally experiencing illnesses because you've been putting so much pressure on your immune system because you've been overworking or on your nervous system because you've been so stressed. It also creates the illusion and oftentimes also the reality of lack of time because if you're constantly in a, stress, in a stressy state, stressy states are contracted feelings, right? They don't feel expansive. They feel tight. 
And so that becomes a mirror to every other area of your life. And that includes your time. Your time begins to feel constricted as well. So when we shift into being on the same team as our mind, which again is what I guide you to do in the sacred guide, how to overcome your success saboteurs, because this is so powerful, like redesigning your mind to clear whatever's holding you back from the thriving that you want to be doing. That's when you shift into thrival solutions. That's when you start to see the path in front of you in that dark, scary forest. You start to feel like, yeah, I got this. I know how, how I'm going to take a step forward. Even if I don't know the whole path, I know that it goes one step at a time, one step at a time. And that's where being in tune with your cyclical harmony and your cyclical nature as well can be so supportive because instead of feeling like it's this upward battle or this, you know, scary black void of darkness, you can actually positively attach yourself to something that gives you a sense of groundedness because if cycles means you know a continuation of something that just repeats itself over and over and over again there's some sort of knowing about that and really survival happens when we come face to face with the unknown so being in touch with your cyclical nature and the the things that are known to you which is your inner world your inner sense of self your understanding of what you need, for example, that can be a really grounding experience. So ultimately, this is a bit of a live in essence episode on, you know, my personal experience with survival solutions and how easily these things can come up in daily life. And I mean, this was a super small, small thing that happened. This isn't a big event. This was just a moment of, ooh, okay, interesting. This happened. How can I come back to this now? So if this is sounding like something that's resonating for you in your life, I highly recommend you go and download the sacred guide. It is completely free. The exercise that I walk you through is an incredibly powerful NLP shift, um, or rather my personalized subconscious redesign twist on NLP. And it's going to shift it for you in literally five minutes. So you can get that in the link in the description below. If you want to dive deeper, this is the work that I do in my one-on-one coaching in Sacred Freedom. This is a three or six month one-on-one coaching container. We really customize it to wherever you're at. My deepest belief, because I know this for myself in my life as well, is that shifting your mindset, because this is the foundation to everything, really truly works best in a one-on-one container because your life, your situation, your blocks, your belief systems are so unique to you. And even though someone else might have, you know, similar things around feeling like they need to do something all the time or constantly feeling like you're low on energy, like you might have similar experiences to someone else, the way that they come up in your life and the reason that they're there are going to be super unique to you. So clearing them can also be really tailored and customized to you as well. So the link to check that out and to apply for one-on-one coaching for July or August, because that is when I'm opening up slots for them now, um, you can do that through the link in the description below or in the show notes below as well. I can't believe how long I was just able to talk and talk and talk for. Um, That's not true. I can believe it. That's very accurate. But I'm going to wrap it up here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. 
Thank you for being here. Thank you for being you. Now go and give yourself that permission slip to adjust. Allow yourself to be where you are at right now. Allow it to feel good. And I will see you next week. Hey, Sacred Success Seeker. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. And guess what? I have a special gift for you. If you enjoyed this episode, you are really going to enjoy my sacred guide, How to Overcome Success Saboteurs. Did you know that your biggest opponent when it comes to being massively successful is actually you? If you are stressed with everything that you're juggling, feeling constricted with time, drained on a consistent basis, and lacking motivation, creativity, and flow state to be able to work productively and see serious progress, then there may be some sneaky and secret success saboteurs hiding right in your own mind. With my twist on a simple yet powerful neuro-linguistic programming subconscious redesign technique that I will be walking you through in this guide, you will melt away productivity blocks, dissolve anxiety, and liberate yourself from the stress of being spread too thin. Let's slash those saboteurs so that you can revel in the satisfaction of your sacred success. Download the sacred guide, How to Overcome Success Saboteurs, in the description or show notes below.